Greetings, everyone, and thank you for joining us today for the Joy of the Gospel with your host, Bishop Michael Sheridan of the Diocese of Colorado Springs. Stay tuned as we discuss matters of faith, culture, and evangelization. And now, here's the host of the Joy of the Gospel, Bishop Michael Sheridan of the Diocese of Colorado Springs. Hello, everybody. This is Bishop Michael Sheridan. Welcome to uh, the Joy of the Gospel. And I'm going to be visiting today with Dick Lyles. Dick is the CEO of Origin Entertainment and in that capacity is a producer of a new movie, a movie which will uh, open in theaters April 24th, entitled Fatima. Uh, I'm sure our, our Catholic listeners, that will ring familiar with them, but we're going to talk more about that movie and, and uh, hopefully rouse the interest of, of many people uh, to see it. Dick is the former host of the Catholic Business Hour on EWTN Radio and the author of several books on business management. And of course, Dick, as I've known for a long time, your brother-in-law is a priest of this diocese, right? Father Jim Williams. Yes, he is. Yes, he is, Your Excellency. Jim Williams. He's yeah. in uh, yeah. Salida and loves it. He loves it. Well, that's right. Well, listen, it's great to have you with us. Thank you. Uh, and as I said, we will be talking a great deal about this this uh, new movie, which I think for many reasons is important, and we'd like to encourage many, many people to come, especially on that that opening weekend. But you have not always you have not always been a movie producer, have you? You have you had another life no. before that. <laughs> Tell us about no, that. That's right, yeah. Bishop. Oh, gee. Well, um, you know, uh, my wife Martha and I were both born and raised actually in Pueblo, and then uh, I went away to the Naval Academy. She moved to Denver and then ended up, her family ended up mostly in Colorado Springs. But we, um, after I graduated from the Naval Academy, uh, we got married, moved to California, uh, spent a few years in the Navy, most of that time in Vietnam, and uh, then got out of the Navy and started work as a management consultant. I went on to get my doctorate in business administration, my master's degree in uh, human behavior, and started consulting with companies all over the world. So most of my career has been spent as a management consultant all over the world, uh, working with uh, people in different um, industries, just about every industry in the world and, and all kinds of governments around the world, helping them solve problems and take their organizations to the next level. Along the way, I got involved in developing the Good Leaders, Good Shepherds program, which is a, uh, a training program for uh, Catholic priests and pastors through the uh, Catholic Leadership Institute in Philadelphia. And then uh, my wife and I also, I've written nine books. The most recent one was one I co-authored with my wife, Martha, called Answer Your Call, Reclaim God's Purpose for Faith, Family, and Work. We've done a lot of uh, retreats on that, answer your call retreats, helping people sort out what their calling is in life and so forth. And then for the past 10, 12 years, I've been CEO of Origin Entertainment. Our brand is uh, transformative entertainment. We want people to feel good about themselves and better about the world around them as a result of having watched one of our movies. And it, we started as a development company originally uh, to develop projects uh, that were wholesome and uh, aligned with our Catholic values, 
But um, we found out that after we turned those projects over to production companies to take them in production, they somehow lost their way. <clears throat> so we then changed gears and decided to become a full-blown independent uh, movie production company. Now, Dick, when you, say, our, when you say they lost their oh, way, does, does that mean they, they simply wouldn't, wouldn't uh, produce them or put them on the screen, or, or they were changed? They changed them. Both, Your Excellency. Uh, in some cases, they they just got totally caught in a quagmire and never became produced. In other cases, they turned out to be nothing like we originally had intended them uh, yeah, to be. Yeah. And so we decided if we really wanted to make the movies that we wanted to make that were based on the truth and the goodness and, and the beauty in the world and stories of true heroism that we were just going to have to do it ourselves from cradle to grave. And so that's what this, that's what Fatima is about. We've been working on it for more than a decade. And uh, we had the script finished a little over 10 years ago, our first draft of the script. And we could have, you know, it's interesting, Your Excellency, how things happen, because we could have, our original goal was to have it completed for release uh, in 2017. Uh, the 100th anniversary. anniversary. Yeah, right. right on the centenary of the original apparitions and uh it got delayed and every time it got delayed we would pray and ask the lord you know if you really if this is a sign you don't want us to do this let us know when it became obvious we weren't going to make 2017 we said uh we prayed and we said lord if, if you, you know you really don't want us to do this let us know and the next day andrea bocelli reached out and said he wanted to help us with the music oh great <laughs> so we said i think i think that's a sign we're on the right track so as it turned out it's better that it wasn't released because everybody was doing their own thing to celebrate uh, the 100th anniversary of the apparitions and we might have gotten lost in the noise. Now everybody's focused on this beautiful movie, and it's a beautiful movie. It's just stunning. The cinematography's great. The acting is good. The um, um, costume design, set design, everything. I mean, this is a world-class movie. And you've been working on it, you said, for 10 years. Have you had the opportunity to get any other movies to theaters in that time? Or is this really your, your first big production for Origin? No, this is our first major production for Origin. We have our business model is to be working on one larger budget movie, which for us is between 15 and $20 million budget. That's what Fatima was, about $17 million production budget. And then one smaller budgeted movie, uh, under $5 million. And so our first smaller budgeted movie is coming out later in the year. It's called I'm Mortal. And uh, it's a teen young adult sci-fi thriller that will come out. And then we'll move on uh, from there with, with more projects, uh, <clears throat> one large and one small project uh, at any given point in time. But the, these are the first ones. It's taken us a long time, but we felt for this movie in particular, because it's about our blessed mother, we, we really felt the need we had to get it right. You know, mm -hmm. we, we have to do this right. If, if we're, if we're going to do a movie about something this special then we really need to get it right and i think it is you know we have testimonial from the shrine of fatima their historians and theologians all <clears throat> reviewed all the drafts of the script and helped us with the accuracy and the storytelling in the script but then they also were the first in the world to view the movie when it was finished and they gave us a standing ovation and a testimonial letter to as to the movie's authenticity 
as both historically and theologically. theologically. Mm-hmm. So um, we're really proud of this movie, and, 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 and people are, are just excited. Uh, Bishop, we really released our trailer for the movie on Ash Wednesday, so that would be like a little over two weeks ago. And uh, within the first 10 days, we had 10 and a half million views. Really? 10 and a half oh, million wow. people had watched the trailer uh-huh. in 10 days. Well, that bodes well, I, th- I hope, for the for, for people coming to <laughs> see the movie. It's stunning. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's beautiful. People can watch the trailer by going to FatimaTheMovie.com, FatimaTheMovie, all one word, FatimaTheMovie.com, and they can watch the trailer and then tell their friends to do the same. And then you're going to want to see the movie because it's amazing. Now, can it's they a get beautiful t- movie. Can they get tickets online at that same address? Yes, they can. Okay. They can order tickets online. We want everybody to order tickets as far in advance as possible. The release is April 24th. We'd like people to order them early because uh, if they sell out, then the theaters will add more show times. They'll add the local managers have the ability to add as many show times as they want based on ticket sales. Yeah. So if we sell them out, then they just add more and more and more show times. Well, what theater or theaters will it be playing at here in Colorado Springs area? It'll, it's being released at AMC, uh-huh. uh, Regal and Cinemark, AMC, oh. Regal, and Cinemark theaters. Oh. So I don't know which of those are, uh, I would imagine AMC yes. is probably, or probably the ones that are uh, closest to you. Yeah, well, Cin- I, we have Cinemark here, I think, in the, in, in the area, too. So, yeah, it could have a... Probably do, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's great. Listen, I, 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 want, I want to just backtrack for a minute. You mentioned at the beginning of our of our discussion here your wife Martha has has she been working with you on on this movie too? Are you worked kind of closely together? It sounds like. Well, I don't do anything that my wife is not involved with. I mean, she's not she doesn't have a formal role in Origin oh, Entertainment, okay. uh, but uh, she's my partner. We just celebrated our fiftieth wedding anniversary last year. Oh wow! Congratulations! And it's That's been awesome. 50, 50 magnificent years of just a wonderful partnership. And like I said, we've written a book together. All these movies, uh, you know, she's she's the number one critic. She's she we're we're a team. So if you get me, you get us. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's well, that's good. Now you've begun to talk about the movie a bit, um, and uh, so before we we come up against a break here, let, let let's get back to that. I want I want you to tell our audience. And remember, we we have a an audience, of course, of many many Catholics for whom. Uh, the the story of of uh, our lady's appearances at at Fatima will be uh, familiar, and perhaps many who may be hearing about this for the first time or know very little about it. So, how how would you begin to um, uh, let people know? I guess what the what this movie is about and um, why why they should uh, come and see it. Well, they should go see it because, A, it's an incredible story, and it's based on true events. I mean, this actually happened. And so it's uh, to think that it happened um, 100 years ago in Portugal, 103 years ago now in Portugal, uh, and had the impact it had on the world is absolutely stunning. So we tell the story... You know, there was a, a, if you're Catholic, you probably grew up with the movie 
Miracle of Our Lady of Fatima, the old mm-hmm. Warner classic that was uh, produced back in 1952. And it's, it, the Miracle of Our Lady of Fatima is a great movie. It's a wonderful movie. It's kind of Disney-esque. You know, everybody's sort of happy and uh, the characters are all characters and so forth. This movie is uh, very down-to-earth, very gritty, shows what the shepherds went through over this uh, six-month period where they had the apparitions and shows the tremendous courage and heroism that they showed in the face of incredible opposition. And we told the story in the context of what was happening in Portugal at the time. So at the time, the Portugal up until 1910 had been a monarchy and uh Part of that, the king king was a bad king around the turn of the century, and then he passed away, and his son, his 18-year-old son, took over and was even worse. So I think uh, Kim Jong-un said in Portugal, you know what I mean? He was just terrible, and so they had a uh, revolutionary war. They deposed the king, and the nationalist Republicans came in to set up a constitutional democracy patterned after countries like the United States and so forth. The biggest threat to the new constitutional monarchy, it turned out they felt, were the people in the church, because uh, the church, the clerics in the church, had gone out of their way to keep good relations with the monarch, because with just one swoop of his pen, he could have abolished the church in Portugal, and they didn't want that. Yeah, Dick, Dick so, let, let's pause there for a minute, because we, okay. we, we need to take, take a... Quick break, and we'll pick it up uh, when we come back in just a moment. Since 1985, O'Brien's Carpet One has been selling and installing carpet and floors. Although floors have changed over the past 35 years, we remain your local flooring experts. To celebrate our 35th anniversary, our vendors have joined us in offering exclusive discounts on carpet, laminate, hardwood, tile, and more. Financing is available. Thank you, Colorado Springs, for 35 years of support. At O'Brien's Carpet One, you'll like the way we do business. Financing subject to credit approval. See store for details. We are back now. This is Bishop Sheridan visiting with Dick Lyles of Origin Entertainment, uh, which has just produced a new movie called Fatima, and it is the uh, the the story of of the Blessed Mother's appearances to uh, three little shepherd children in Fatima in Portugal in 1917. And we're going to have um, we're going to have Dick tell. Uh, kind of tell the story of, of Fatima so that um, especially those who may not be familiar with that will get, will get an idea of what this um, what this movie's about. But Dick, when we when we started the break, you you were talking about the the political situation in Fatima just prior to uh, Mary's appearances in 1917. Why don't you pick that up? It might be interesting context. Right, Bishop. So. So what was happening in 1917 is uh, the monarchy had been deposed. The new government was trying to establish itself. There was still a bit of a civil war going on. And the new nationalist Republicans who had taken over the country were looking around to see who might be a threat to their new government. And uh, even though the Catholics supported the new government, Um, they had been close to the monarch because they wanted to protect their interests under the the kingdom. And so the 
monarch, the, the new Republic, constitutional Republicans felt that if they didn't keep the Catholics under control, that they might rise up against them. And so they started really persecuting Catholics, not for theological reasons, uh, but just for what they thought were practical uh, political reasons, just to make sure that they uh, could maintain control. And uh, three months before the first apparition, the priest of the neighboring parish of Fatima was dragged out into the street by the Nationalist Republicans and beat almost to death. And so they were very fearful of being Catholic in this environment when the apparitions began. So when the kids said that they had seen these visions of the Blessed Virgin Mary and they were creating so much excitement, uh, the local administrator, the local mayor, got uh, really intimidated by that, got a lot of pressure from Lisbon to tell him to stop it and uh, put them under tremendous pressure. And their parents were scared to death that they might all get thrown in jail or or worse, you know. And so um, there was just tremendous pressure that the kids went through to, to say they that this wasn't happening. And nonetheless, they went to it. And so they, uh, they stuck by their story. And in the end, of course, after six apparitions, the miracle of the sun came on October 13, 2017. This is stunning. And one of the things that's great about this movie is uh, with today's technology, we can do everything in such a realistic way that it doesn't suspend belief. So when Mary appears, the way she appears in the movie and she's beautiful, by the way. Joanna Ribeiro plays Mary in the movie, and she's just stunning. Just the way the kids described her in their memoirs and in their writings and so forth. And then uh, then Joanna plays the role so well. It's just you're swept away with her. Uh, but they um, – so so when, when she appears, you say, okay, I can see this happening. This is actually how it happens. And, of course, Francisco – the the boy of the three of the three shepherds uh, couldn't see or hear her at first, and then he could see her but not hear her, and so the way that's shown in the movie is really clever, and um, and then uh, the miracle of the sun is is shown you know it was once beautiful and then terrifying and all of that comes through in just an amazing way so so the story. Uh, doesn't uh, suspend belief at all when you see the things that are happening that are supernatural. Mm-hmm. Now, you, you look at and you say, oh, wow, I see how that could have happened. Yeah. Pretty let's, amazing. Let's say something about the, these three children. We have, a, we have a brother and a sister, right, and their cousin. Right. Right. So Lucia was, Lucia was 10, uh-huh. and she, she was the oldest, and then her two cousins were uh, Francisco and Jacinta. So all of the three children are cast out of Spain. They all uh, are from Spain. We have an international cast in the movie because it's going to be a global phenomenon. And uh, Stephanie Gill plays Lucia, the oldest of the shepherds. And she's just amazing, Your Excellency. When you see her in that role, yeah. Yeah, you know, I mean, she just carries it. She carries the show. She's just a beautiful young girl. And she's just an amazing actor. But and, now, Fran- uh, Franci- she, yeah, Franci- but Francisco and Jacinta, they're the brother and sister. And they both, they both died not too long after the apparitions where Lucia lived... For many, many years, right? It became a, a religious and, and, and died not all that long ago. 
Francisco and Jacinta, and actually that uh, so so it's actually in the movie. Some of the it's in the movie where uh, the Blessed Mother tells uh, in her very first apparition, she tells uh, the three kids that uh, Francisco and Jacinta will join her in heaven fairly soon. And then she tells Lucia, but you're going to stay around for a long time because the world needs you to carry this message. So Francisco and Jacinta died in uh, 1918 in a big influenza pandemic a year later that swept through Europe and and uh, are buried at the Shrine of Fatima. When they exhumed Jacinta, when, when they exhumed her to move her over next to just, uh, Francisco, uh, her body was incorrupt, by the way, oh. uh, which is uh, interesting. And then uh, Lucia became a nun and um, lived until 2005, dying at the age of 97. So uh, the movie uh, starts with an older skeptical professor interviewing an older sister, Lucia, in 1989 about the events. And as she tells him what happened, then the story of Fatima unfolds uh-huh. as a flashback, right. kind of like the way they did Titanic, where they had the Titanic survivor yes. being interviewed by a newspaper reporter, and then the movie unfolded as a flashback. That's what we do here. And we did that so that we could raise the issues of skepticism and then debunk them through the showing of the movie so that uh, it would give the, the movie more credibility without disrupting the flow of the story. Right. It really works well. Harvey Keitel oh, is the uh, older chef, the, the skeptic, and he just does a great job. And then uh, Sonia Braga, who's a real popular actress from Brazil and uh, Portugal, uh, plays the older sister, Lucia, and she does an amazing job as well. Yeah. Dick, what? Let, let's let our, our, our listeners uh, um, know a bit. What These appearances took place over a series of months. And, right. Uh, and what, how, how would you summarize or capsulize the message? Because usually, almost always, when, when our Blessed Mother has appeared, I think with the exception of Knock in Ireland maybe, um, she's come to bring a message, a message from, from her son. What, what, what did Mary have to say to these young shepherds that she wanted uh, the world literally to know? Well, she said a lot of things. Um, you know, they talk about the three secrets of Fatima where she predicted the end of World War One, and she predicted World War II. She told Portugal, if you pray the rosary, you'll be spared. So Portugal... Portuguese people prayed the rosary during World War II, and they were the only country in Europe not ravaged by World War II. They were completely um, buffered and, and, and stayed out of World War II, which was amazing. And uh, then she predicted the assassination attempt of uh, John Paul II and so forth. But the most important message, if you, wanted, if, 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 you, if you were to ask me, the thing that I learned, I think, that was most important, Your Excellency, was was um and and, and it's, in the, it's in the script of the movie uh in one of the final apparitions when the kids are telling she would say certain things and the kids would turn around and tell the crowd what what she said and there's two things in particular she says uh, near the end that i think are probably as important as any other messages she brought forth and one of them is very simply stated she said don't insult the lord 
he's been insulted enough. And when you stop and think about what that means, don't insult the Lord, you know, it, it, it just encapsulates everything because she talked about how sin leads to war and how destructive sin is and how sinners need to repent and so forth. Uh, but then, you know, don't insult the Lord. I mean, that's just an, ama- it's an amazing sort of summary of everything that um, that that is important about guiding your daily decisions in your life. If you're doing anything that insults the Lord, then it's wrong. And then the third thing, uh, the second thing I think she said is pray the rosary every day. Uh, and uh, I I think that's important and you don't have to be Catholic to pray the rosary, or if you're really averse to praying the rosary, then you can still pray for peace every day. And um, it's, uh, you know, it's a step in the right direction. Mm-hmm. So one of the things early on that I, that uh, my wife and I said, as we're talking about this script, is we said, you know, do we really believe this happened? And you say, yeah, we really believe it happened. Then why aren't we praying the rosary every day? I mean, that was a pretty simple message. Right. <laughs> Pray the rosary right. every day, right? right. If, if you believe that this, that the Blessed Mother came from heaven to visit these three children, as a lot of people say they do, then why on earth aren't you praying the rosary every day? And so we started, you know, 10 years ago, early on, and 12, actually 12 years ago, when we very first started this yeah. journey, uh, praying the rosary every day, and it's made a huge difference in our lives, and I think we've had an impact on other people's right. lives as well. Dick, before that, well, so. Dick, before we have to, to end our time together, you had mentioned earlier uh, the what we call the miracle of the sun. Now we only have about a minute left, but I I, I think that that's that's got to be a climactic moment in the movie. Just say a few things about that miracle of the sun. Well, the final apparition, she, 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 the kids uh, in, in August, September were saying, hey, look, we're getting killed down here. Nobody believes us. you got to do something so other people will believe. And she said, on October 13th, I will. I'll perform a miracle that all can see. And so it was downpour rain. People were up to the ankles in mud, just drenched in rain. And they said, oh, she's not going to show today. It's raining. All of a sudden, the rain stopped. The clouds parted. The sun came out. The sun did this dazzling color show with different colors all over everybody, changing the whole the color of all the landscape and everything. And then all of a sudden, it dove from where it was in the sky down. Everybody thought they were going to die. And it literally scared them almost to death. And then it went back up and took its place in the, in the sky. Well, they have movies of it, they have pictures of it, they have 70,000 people watched it, many of whom were skeptics, and they all saw the same thing. And everybody was instantaneously dry. The ground was dry, <laughs> people's clothes were dry, and wow. all that sort of thing. Well, so that's, that was the yeah, that's great. Done. I want you to give your uh, uh, email address again, where not only they could see the trailer for the movie, but order tickets for the movie. Go to Fathom of the Movie all one word, FatimaTheMovie.com. And when you click on it, you'll see this beautiful trailer with Andrea Bocelli singing the theme song of the movie. And then if you click on sales and group sales, if you want to take a group, we'll help you with group buyouts and take a school, all that sort of thing. And uh, you can buy your tickets online, buy them early as possible so we can get as many showings as possible. Wonderful. April 24th, Dick, I'm looking forward to the movie, and, and I, I think many of our listeners now will be uh, will be ready to see it. Thank you. Thanks for being with us, and uh, 
thanks to uh, all who have listened today. God bless you. Thank you for listening to The Joy of the Gospel, a production of the Colorado Catholic Herald in the Diocese of Colorado Springs. We look forward to joining you again next week for the next episode of The Joy of the Gospel with your host, Bishop Michael Sheridan of the Diocese of Colorado Springs.